Hello and welcome to Jacked, the Jack and Daxter podcast. This is our special Christmas edition. Today we have got news and updates, fond memories of the Jack games at Christmas, Snowy Mountain area by area, and Gabinetto's Prequisitor. So quite a lot going on. Not a lot of it is actually Christmassy themed, but still. I'm Cherry. I'm Jesse. I'm Gab. I'm CJ. Okay, so first, news and updates. It's quite a slim amount, but it is Darren's new YouTube videos on Jack and Daxter Law. He's done two. He's really bashing them out lately. The first one was mm-hmm. the sleeping, I don't know how to say this word, Leviathan? Leviathans. Leviathans of Misty Island. That was last week. Did you guys see it? I did. It was very good. Mm, yeah, I thought it was like they're getting really. Like, they're getting more and more suitable to listen to for when you're winding down for the night. It's like, because he guides you through what he's talking about. It's very, like, you can just passively listen to it. It's nice. And the Irish accent helps. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, uh, I thought it was, uh, at first I was like, oh, this might be, like, no offense, Darren, we love you. But it, just me personally, I was just like, ooh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then... I don't know. It's also kind of long. I can't remember exactly how long, but then probably like got like one fourth of the way in. I was like, okay, now I'm invested. Like now he's got me pay attention to things I never paid attention to before. And his, uh, I like the angles that he gets. Uh, I think he said he uses like a debug mode uh, as well when going into the game to get the shots that he did of like Misty Island, mm-hmm. uh, Sandover Village and whatnot really solid video yeah the shots are really nice yeah like they remind me of those sort of you know they do those videos on youtube and they just sort of do pans of really aesthetically pleasing places yeah for like explorers they remind me of those right yeah definitely oh so that's how he gets those one of the things he talks about in that video is like the fate of the mother flut flut which i don't think yes many people have ever considered before i did i did not till he brought that up we're talking about his daxter is his mama oh right <laughs> correct he fixed it cj fixed the lore everyone can go home now <laughs> <laughs> i mean darren links it to like beast like birds in mythology it's, he's bringing a lot of different things now. There's like Lord of the Rings, mythology. There's probably... I'm hoping he'll bring in Harry Potter at some point because I'm sure there's lots of comparisons that can be made. Were there elves in Harry Potter? There were. House elves. And now it's confirmed. I was, no, I was about to say, when are the elves? But I forgot they're house elves. And their magic is the most <laughs> powerful as well. Yes. <laughs> uh, the second video he's done, because he just he bashed like two out in one week. The second one was Molten Metal Mystery within Fire Canyon. And the thumbnail of it, I could not get heads or tails of what the hell that was. I thought it was one of the lurkers. Did you guys see it? I think it's the zoomer. Yeah, when you when you watch the actual video, like you see it's linked to the zoomer, but just looking at it, I had no idea. I wonder if he's just using the default thumbnails or if he's picking the frame individually. Oh, oh, oh. That's oh, an oh. interesting choice for a thumbnail. Okay, I see. I thought it was deliberate. He, uh, so <laughs> I, I feel bad. I did not actually see that one. I, I saw the Leviathan's one, which is really good, but I didn't see this one. I should have. It's shorter. Uh, but I, it looks like what he did is he took a frame from the game. Like, that's actually the thing. And then he just, like, kind of did, like, a blur cut around the, uh, the handle of the zoomer. Oh. Yeah. Well, it was, 
it was quite smart because I, I was quite intrigued as to what it was going to be, but I suppose I would have listened to it anyway. But still, liked it. One point I did notice though, there's like precursor language on some of the precursor robot parts that lie around the canyon pass. I wondered if Darren had translated this and I asked him and he did. And they just translated to life, which is quite underwhelming again, but it's nice that they bothered. Hmm. Yeah, it's cool that they like made kind of like their own language. I mean, it's essentially just symbols translated to letters, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, every time you walk past some kind of precursor metal or the precursor text in any way through all the games, I'm always like, damn, I wonder what that says. I bet it says something cool. I've been wondering that too lately. Mm. And then it's something like life or death or chamber. I think the orbs say like dog or something. I can't remember what they say. <laughs> Wait. What? Oh, that's so cool. Is it like, and then some of them say naughty? Yeah. Do they say naughty dog? I think I think so. I want to say they say naughty dog. That would be cool. Nice little Easter egg. There's text on top and bottom of the uh, the orb. Mm, that would make sense. I looked it up before, but I can't, I can't remember what it says. Mm. Well, that is all we have for the news and updates. I'll be honest, I didn't have a lot of time to scour the net for the news and updates, but if anyone wants to be the news person, that would be great. (laughs) And it would be more relevant. The only thing in the news right now is cyberpunk is not even a game. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yes. Oh, is that? Like, I heard on the news yesterday that some game that had been just released and it was... Like, really patchy and jumpy, and there were lots of bugs. Is that it's that? It's unplayable on consoles, basically. Is that and the game that oh. Keanu Reeves is, like, marketing in? Is yes. In? Yeah, he is. Oh, wow. Oh. Everyone was milking that up like it was going to be the next best thing. Exactly. It was... It was. Uh, well, we won't talk about it too much. It's not. It's just a stinky game. But, uh, yeah, it was supposed to be, like, a <laughs> next-gen console changing the console game blah 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 like it was supposed to be super phenomenal and then you can't even oh. play it on playstation playstation issued refunds and they took it off the store actually oh my gosh oh wow <laughs> well, that's bad and even when you can yeah. play it on like a pc like a beefy <laughs> computer even when you can play it it's still got major major issues like with the uh npcs uh. and things like that that's so embarrassing for playstation like They've only just released the PlayStation 5. That's not what you want. Yeah. They hyped it up so much and didn't deliver. Yeah, what they should have done is just remade Jack and Dexter. Ain't no bugs in that game. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? It's it's a cyberpunky kind of world. It's an open world game. Come on. Would have been perfect. Yeah, exactly, Jesse. Exactly. Okay, so next, shall we go on to our festive memories of the Jack games? Absolutely. All right. CJ, do you want to go first, talking about your Christmassy memories of the Jack games? Well, sure. Um, I mean, Christmas is how I was first exposed to Jack and Dexter. Our parents, um, we got our the first console they bought for the house was a PS2, and I think Jack and Dexter, ATV, Offroad Fury, and maybe one other game were the three games they bought us. Hell yeah. Uh, Offroad Fury is awesome. I love that Offroad Fury. I would like just play that just to listen to the soundtrack all the time. Yeah, me too. Really great songs. Offroad Fury right. 2, that was my shit. Um, but Jack and Dexter, that's the one I really loved. Um, I would actually, I remember actually I took it, I took the PS2 the next year. I was still playing Jack and Dexter. I hadn't uh, beat it yet. And think uh, Christmas was coming up. I took my PS2 over to my grandpa's house for Thanksgiving so I could play it. And, um, 
I hadn't <laughs> played Jack 2 yet, and so this was the next year, the next Christmas after I had played the first Jack and Dexter, and I knew there was a, th- a third one. I hadn't played the second one. And my parents got me the third game because it was brand new. It had just come out that year. And I hadn't played Jack 2 when I first started playing Jack 3, so it was quite it was quite a shock. I didn't really know what to make of it at first. I was <laughs> questioning if it was the same game or not because everything was, well, just looked so different. Well, that's a bit of a jump. Yeah, because that's like a double jump Yeah. from the first game. Not only am I like missing a big chunk of story, I'm missing a big explanation as why everything looks so different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, one minute you're the hero, and then the next minute you are hereby banished to the wasteland for oh, life. Yeah. I, yeah. I, <laughs> so I, I, I kind of put two and two together. I'm like, okay, so a whole nother game happened, and now they're they're in a whole new world essentially. Um, and I kind of liked it though. I think I liked because there was way more story. It was uh, the stakes were a lot bigger. Jack three, I think, because I didn't play Jack two until later. I think that's why I like Jack three so much. I think just have a lot of nostalgia and a lot of good memories attached to it. And um, I that was the last time I got a Jack game for Christmas. The next year, Jack X came out in like October, and I like got it the week it came out. I was like, there's no waiting. <laughs> <laughs> And then I got Daxter the week it came out because it was the only reason I got a PSP. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, no, Jack and Daxter Christmas, they kind of go together for me because that's how I was exposed to the series. Ooh, so it's very nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to go on there for a little tangent. No, no, we like all the nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, no. It doesn't feel like Christmas unless I've either played Jack or Daxter or if I've watched Home Alone. Those are the two things that I have to do. For it to really feel like Christmas. Which have you done this year? I I watched Home Alone too, so that satisfied my quota for that. Cool. I've never seen Home Alone. Oh, oh really? Oh my gosh, it's like the best Christmas movie ever. They're fun. <laughs> I I always mean to get around to it, but I never quite get there. I mean, this is a hot take though. You won't hear many people say this, but the sequel's better. Oh, that is a rare. Uh, it's the, basically the first movie, but it's just in New York. It, all the same cast comes back. They hit the same beats. And I think I like it just because it's in New York. Because New York is oh. Christmassy. Even what? Donald Trump shows up for a hot second. Yeah. <laughs> like when he's in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Red, 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 red. Yes. Uh, so Jack, the first Jack game, I didn't get till, like, I got that on, like, on my birthday or something like that. Because I, I got... The first Jack game and my and my PlayStation at the same time, but Jack Two I got uh, on Christmas, and I remember I think I got a I also got a new controller with it as well, and it was like like this like dark gray bluish see through PlayStation Two controller. Uh, it's oh, probably the I remember those. It's probably the one I used like all the time. It was like my number one controller, and then my second one was that piece of crap basic black one that whoever was over could use. <laughs> but I remember um, Jack 2, I don't remember when it came out, because I was probably like five, six at the time, so I don't know what happens in like the news or gaming or all that. I was just like, I my parents just got me the second one. I think they just saw Jack and Dexter on it, and they're like, oh, here, he'll, he'll, John will like this. And I don't know if they noticed that it had a T rating. <laughs> Sounds like my parents. Uh, <laughs> and for the next like couple probably like a good two weeks after Christmas, uh, my dad actually sat down with me uh, to play it with me. And then we both got to a point in the lo- in the game, I, I want to say it was the, it's not very far, far, but it's the level where you get to like back into like the fortress 
and you fight that robot with the spinning spiky wheel on the front. I don't know yeah. what it's called. Oh. Um, it's like but the it, fourth or fifth mission. Yeah. 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 That's as far as we got, and then we gave up. <laughs> that's that's wow. a tough mission. We gave up for a long time, and then I, a couple years later, then I played it on my own, and I got to that level where you have to fight all the Crimson Guards uh, after you pick up that artifact, and it's it's like known as like the hardest Jack 2 level. And then I, and then I didn't play anything after that for ever. I like completely gave up on that game. And then kind of like uh, you, CJ, I I just picked up Jack Three and I went from there. And I was like, oh, some shit went down because <laughs> now he's getting sent off. And you're like, damn, I really got to beat that other game. <laughs> Jack Two is hard. Like for a kid, it's a really hard game. Yeah. I remember I got stuck on the level before the one that you gave up on, Gab. As a kid, it's hard as an adult. <laughs> it's pretty notorious within the video game community for being really difficult. Yeah, it it's, is. It's, it's I like, like that though. It's like it's on hero mode. It's virtually impossible. I don't know of anybody who's <sighs> ever beat it on hero mode. I can't. I can't even get to oh. it because I can't even collect enough orbs in a regular game <laughs> to unlock it because it's different <laughs> from the like cheat secret level uh in jack three and jack two you have to like first you got to like open the whole menu and then you have to collect like all the orbs to get hero mode i'm pretty sure because it's like see 200. i think that's why i like jack three so much is you know all the some of the new stuff they introduced for jack three or jack two they didn't properly i think work it into the game as good as i could have and i feel like they corected that in jack three like the secrets is a lot better they have more guns i feel like all the stuff they gave you in jack two they perfected in jack three definitely yeah that's my christmas story nice nice jesse let's have yours well let's see i had played the the demo the demo disc actually it happened to be that famous demo disc that uh had that glitch that wiped out everybody's memory that year in their PS2s. Oh, no. Was that a thing? Yeah. I remember that, yeah. And they uh, a lot of games were giving out free memory cards because of it. We didn't get a free oh. memory card. Oh, you didn't? I got a free memory card. <laughs> you got screwed. Sorry. Huh. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Bummer. Anyway, so I still got to play Jack 3 on it, so... And that was the first time I had ever actually played Jack. I later recognized that it was the, you know... The one on the commercial that I saw when I was younger for the first Jack and Daxter game. I was like, oh, that's the same That's the same character. And the first mission I played was destroy the Metalhead Beast. And the second one was the one in the abandoned eco mine. So for the demo, did they just so, sort of... Yeah, they had three missions on the demo. So they had the, you know, they wanted to have the vehicle part and then they had the adventure part and then the end of the eco mine with the mine cart full of dynamite oh okay i think i played the demo at gamestop before i got the game i think i remember playing that metalhead the hunt the metalhead yeah. mission so did you not get the demo no i i just played that played it when i went to the gamestop but you still got the free memory card no oh that that was for like an, i got a free memory card for something else that was like another the, the glitch that like wiped out my memory and they it was a thing where they gave you like a free memory card. I don't know. I don't remember how I got it, but I just remember that I got a free memory card because my PS2 <laughs> erased all my stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I don't know what happened. I don't know the specifics. <laughs> Probably boosted <laughs> Xbox sales that during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a way of wiping out the competition. <laughs> You'd think. 
well, it's just that those those particular missions, every time I play them, they have a special memory for me, you know? Oh, that's nice. I really like that eco mission. Yeah. Mm. As- aside from that, that's probably one of my favorites anyway, for some reason. It's, it's just it's just a great adventure type of a level. Mm. Well, my Christmas story is not much of a Christmas story. All I have is that the money I used to buy a PS2 from my cousin probably included some money that I had had over Christmas, and that is as far as my Christmas memories go of the games. <laughs> but I will say it is more of a holiday thing, I think. I say holiday, I've never said Christmas as a holiday before. It's more of a Christmassy thing, because you like, it's when you don't have places to go, <laughs> and you can just enjoy it fully, Yeah. rather than it's sunny outside and you feel like you should go out. Definitely. <laughs> right. And that about wraps up our festive memories of the Jack and Daxter games. Moving on, area by area, this week is Snowy Mountain of the Precursor Legacy. Initial thoughts? Suits the Christmassy theme? I always like this area, even though it does kind of feel like it doesn't really serve much of a purpose outside of just being another cool, like, fun, colorful area. Um, You get get your snowy mountaintop area. I like the music. It's very ambient. Um, mm. there's some good, you know, you had some st- a steep, uh, platforming challenges. So, um, this is where I think the game really starts to lean into the difficulty a little bit and starts testing you, especially with sliding all over the ice and having to jump up and hit those, um, what are those things? You have to like jump up and hit them oh. with a nosedive at the right, but they're surrounded by a force field and ice. So you have to like time yeah. your jumps just right. God, yeah. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, I didn't even know you could do that until, like, way later. Oh, uh, deactivate oh. the precursor blockers? I think I, so. I think oh. that's... I'm, yeah. I'm on the wiki right now. <laughs> I like the level, but it's kind of complicated. It's, like, weird to navigate. Like, I have a hard time finding the scout flies and all the orbs in this area just because the map's just kind of, like, all over the place. It's not, like, really an one route you could take through it it's like you start off in the first area and it branches off into like multiple routes mm. yeah it, i i had gotten yeah it's, it seems bigger than it probably actually is i had gotten lost like quite a few times i'm all like wait a minute I thought I was going this way. I end up back here again. I, th- I just went around in a big circle. That is why it would be so cool if they had... I know they wouldn't have, because it was like they just introduced it in the second one for the Grand Theft Auto thing, but a map would have been so useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, a navigating map. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I think, Jesse, you made this point. It's, it's really handy that it fell on the Christmas season that we got to this level. Yeah, I was actually hoping that it would get to this level by Christmas time. It's so neat. It would give us a nice little Christmas special. You know, got the snow and the abominable snow lurkers or whatever and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because, um, which ones are the abominable ones? Are they, because the blue ice lurkers. Oh my god, I hate them. There's like infinite numbers that pop up in there. They just pop up out of the snow. Have you seen What's New Scooby-Doo No Place Like Snow? Yes. I have put a little picture in the dock. Uh, Do you guys think it. it looks like him? Like he looks just like the abominable Iceman. Just like him. I did see the picture, yeah. If he was blue. <laughs> I can't unsee that now. <laughs> That's another memory of Christmas, just that Scooby-Doo. <laughs> but yeah, um, one, one other point, before you even get into the level, I think we touched on it last episode, but going up the mountain from the crater, does the music cut off for your guys' version as well? Like, 
when I get at like three quarters of the way there, the music cuts off and it's like they didn't quite finish that transition. For me, I think it just kind of fades out into the snowy mountain theme. Oh, maybe it's like a PS2 thing. Maybe. Wait, uh, when you actually get up to Snowy Mountain? No, it's like when you're on that lift and it's taking you up. You get like three quarters of the way and then it's oh, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. the music stops. Yeah, that happens. That's happened to me stops. where the music just kind of cuts or yeah, it'll it'll cut or it'll fade. It varies uh, sometimes. Well, that's not exclusive to just the first game. There's a couple of levels in Jack and Dexter The Lost Frontier, which I've never played because it doesn't exist, that, uh, that <laughs> happens too. I believe it. Oh. I think it's sloppy. It it really pulls me out of it when stuff like that happens. It, I remember playing it at first, and I think it did a cutoff at first, and it kind of it spooked me. I was like, oh, what's up here? Oh, right. Yeah, it's the Eevee silence. I think mine just kind of faded out, but I honestly didn't notice. Yeah, Snowy Mountain definitely gives me uh, Super Mario 64 vibes, uh, especially the level with all the penguins and... Uh, Yes. The snow level that they have. Yes, I know uh, exactly what you mean. I love the, uh, the pe- there's a penguin level in Mario 64 where you have to, like, save a baby penguin or something like that. But I feel like <laughs> yeah. there's, like, there's, like, a kind of a meme, but it's also, like, something I feel like a lot of people did, which was just take the baby penguin and just chuck it off the ledge. <laughs> uh, I definitely did that. You, d- you didn't throw the flat foot off the cliff, did you? <laughs> and, uh... Now I'm just picturing like a in Jack and Dexter where you could just chuck a baby flat flat. No, okay, I won't go there. <laughs> a snowy flat flat. That would have been cool if uh if you when you got into the because you can you know you can get into the flat flat in the snowy uh in snowy mountain if he actually had like some different feathers or something. Yeah. Or like some winter gear. Yeah, because they they have new enemies on this one to suit the level. Like they've got the blue lurkers. They've some of them. I've made a note have got like furry hoods and precursor armbands and I did want to know what animals do you reckon they killed for them to have those little snowy things around their neck Otzels, definitely some kind of uh, <laughs> snow fox creature yeah they look like little snow foxes could you kill it though could you kill a precursor I mean we've never seen another Otzel outside of the precursors and daxters I get the feeling that they're probably maybe either extinct or very rare that's a good point I mean yeah, I feel like they must be rare. Because not many people would be falling into Dark Eco, surely. Oh, that's not true, Tess, but she gets turned into an Otzel. Mm. Well, I mean, there's like regular animal Otzels, I guess. Maybe. And then there are the Precursor Otzels, so... Are there normal yeah. animals? Or is it always the crossover? I think they're always a blend, mm. because Pecker is like a monkey and a... Parrot. Yeah. Parrot... Um, Otzel, Weasel. You know, I think though, because fur traders, fur trappers in the you know 1800s, they uh, it was mostly otters and weasels. I think that they trapped and skinned for minks. So maybe, maybe, maybe oh, that's, maybe Otzels no. are hunted. Wow, and that's why they're extinct because of the lurkers. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Darren, we got a video for you. Yeah. Invest Snowy Mountain. (laughs) Investigate it. Also, while he's on that, he can investigate why they're wearing precursor armbands. Because I thought they were a bit like, they're just like low-level lurkers. Why would they have armbands of precursor metal? Maybe Gaul and Maya, I don't know, give the best warriors the best stuff. I don't know. Well, these are like the elite lurkers. I mean, they got like shields and red eco and armor. I mean, you know, they're probably some kind of... elite class of 
I mean, this precursor stuff's just literally laying all over the place. They... Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> True. They're, like, so dispensable, though. They'd like, there's just, like, an infinite number of them that come up. That would be a lot of metal to be doling yeah. out to these lurkers. Maybe they're, like, creatures of the mountain itself. I don't know. Maybe the precursor metal deep in the mountain bonded with the ice and created... The... I don't... Now Now we're getting real, real, real out wow. there. Wow. <laughs> That was a good thought, CJ. You should have rolled with it. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, the, the spooky Lovecraftian magic that happens with this precursor stuff. I mean, anything can happen. It's basically just a deus ex machina with a touch of magic. Wow. A deus? Deus ex machina. It's like God in the machine. It's basically just like oh. a plot device that comes up in a story that does whatever you need it to do in the moment. Oh, okay. Wow. That's a good way of putting it. I'm going to take it down a few notches and I'm going to talk about how I like the rolling snowballs. <laughs> I think they're like an adventure game cliche. Like like Gabinetto says, they reminded me of Super Mario, Zelda, even Animal Crossing has an element of giant snowballs. Oh, it's a classic snow level feature. Mm -hmm. It is. Can't have a snow level without giant snowballs. Precisely. They have bits of that sprinkled all over the series too. Yeah. Yeah, like they do ha they do do a lot of the rolling stuff like the logs on Misty Island, yeah. yeah. And then the there's the um the boulders falling in Jack 2, the canyon when you have to navigate. Yeah. The boulders. And then I mean they do some other like they I love it when games will like put little arcade cuz it always feels like a throwback, you know, to the origins of gaming and the first games that you played. And I love arcade games. Yeah, it's like a mini game. Right. I definitely did not like that art, the Pac-Man game though in Jack Three. That was like the only. <laughs> that was so weird to throw it in. It was so weird. I liked that actually, but then I liked Pac-Man, so. So random. It was like that whack-a-mole one, like just two utterly out of place but quite quirky games. Only Jack Two would put a whack-a-mole mini game as like the second to last mission. <laughs> oh, it was mm. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard. For real. Uh, I could say, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a way to actually get the Flood Flood out of his little area. You guys know anything about that? I do not know this. Yeah, I know that, but I can't remember how no. to do it. I think I've heard it, but it doesn't surprise me. I don't, I don't think it's like, I don't think it, it's nothing to do with speedrunning. It's just like a weird little glitch someone found. Basically, you get on the flut flut, and then, I don't know if you guys have ever tried to just, like, run back out, but there's, like, just a straight invisible wall that prevents you from going back across the bridge. Um, what you're able to do is, like, to the left, if the farthest left towards the rock wall, you, like, you just keep jumping and jumping and jumping, and eventually you'll find certain parts of the rock wall that uh, the flut flut can actually, like, walk on. And from there, you're able to jump even higher, and you're able to like literally just like jump, like out of the wall and around the invisible wall, and then fall back down, right uh, next to the bridge. And then you're able oh. to explore all of Snowy Mountain on a flood flood. That's cool. That would be more fun, especially like when you do the double jump and he can sort of flutter. That would be nice. Yeah, it definitely helps. Uh, I think you could probably honestly get through the level quicker doing it. However, do not. If you ever try it, do not leave. You are able to get back on the gondola. I think that's what Kira called it. And uh, travel back down into Volcanic Crater. If you do that, if you 
write it back down, the flut flut will turn invisible, which makes Jack look kind of funny for a little bit. But if you run around Volcanic Crater too long, your game will crash and freeze. Oh, wow. No, that is so cool, though. I never would have thought to do that. But yeah, that would spin me out. Wow. Glad I didn't try that. Mm. Am I the only one who just does not like the flut flut? I just cannot control (laughs) it. It's really wonky. I always die. I just especially in this level this is like the worst flat flat level for me in this game i just oh it's so pissy so annoying <laughs> the controls are just so wonky i like it i'm so pleased when we get to use the flat flat it's like a little bit of summon summon for me <laughs> yeah i mean i've never mm-hmm. really had problems controlling the flat flats or well i mean i started on the leaper lizards they're basically the same thing they're just scaly flat flats Mm. The leaper lizards are a lot easier to control, though, except in that uh, in the mission where you have to use them to like, we have to like jump on their backs and go back to the pin. Then they control just like the flut fluts from the first game, and I'm like, oh my gosh, flashback. Oh my god. <laughs> One comparison I did want to make though is between those orange lurkers that jump off the wooden cannons, and a mix of the thing of Fantastic Five and the fat one from the duo Asterix and Obelix. I think it's Obelix. It looks like a mixture of both of those smushed together with some weird armor. Like the body shape of Obelix and then uh, the head of the thing of Fantastic Five. Who's the Fantastic Five though? The Fantastic Five, you know, um, the thing. He's called the thing, he's number four. Who's the fifth guy? Yeah, I think it's the Fantastic Four. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, it is four. Yeah. That's why I'm like, who's the fifth guy? Oh my god. <laughs> I know. S- <laughs> I've never seen the film. I just know what he looks like. I know uh, Spider Man actually joins the Fantastic Four for a little bit. He becomes the bombastic Bagman. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds terrible. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see uh, how. Definitely with like the forehead, he definitely looks like. Actually, now I'm seeing it, his like, whole top head straight up looks like it's just taken from the thing. Yeah, it kind of does. Another point when you're going through Snowy Mountain, they've got more of the precursor language, and I want to know if Darren has translated that. What do you reckon that one translates to? Cold. Just dotted about. Just says cold, 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 cold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's probably something silly like that. I could see it saying snow or mountain. No, I forgot to look, but... When you get into the water, like, Daxter is shivering. Is Daxter shivering when we get up to the mountain? Um, do they make any kind of... I think Jack maybe shivers, I think, a couple of times. I don't know. Oh. I was curious. I didn't notice that. I think he does. That is detail. When you get into the water, yeah, Daxter's like... <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't see Jack shake. I think it might have happened once or twice. I don't know. I'm, that's what I'm asking. I don't know if anybody else noticed that. I haven't noticed. Oh. I know Daxter does. And he, he does that even in Jack 3, and I think two when he goes into water like in the sewers or something he'll like shiver you can see him shivering sometimes well we can talk about that when we get to jack two that is like on the horizon now we are getting through this first game and onto the best game in the series cherry have you actually beat this game yet nope Nope. (laughs) bro (laughs) homie come on when we get to jack two then i will be in it but this first game it's like 
It's like the kids' version of a really good Marvel film that then they play on like Nickelodeon, you know, when they just do a series of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's a really good comparison. That's interesting. (laughs) I think that rounds up our area by area. I think so. Unless anyone has any more points. Dead. Okay, so now we are going to do rename the area. I forgot to put this in the agenda for like the last three area by areas, so I apologize for missing that great content. I've been missing this. Exactly. I know, it's been sad, but it's back. So I shall go first, because I think I might have sprung this on some of you without you knowing. So, Mine is the Island of Misfit Toys, <laughs> because it's Christmassy themed. Ooh. And it's like... <laughs> Actually, no, that's a bit crap. It's not even an island. Well, I mean, maybe it's on an island. I mean, what what is the volcano, the volcanic crater sitting on, you know? Well, I'll use that then, Jesse. <laughs> what I was going with was it's like, you know, the sort of like ticker toys that jump out on that, the Island of Misfit Toys movie? It reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how they jump out of the, the ground? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. And the little banglurkers are playing with their little drill toys. Well, there we go. Yeah, exactly. Sorted. Who's next? Um, I'll go. Um, I have two, I guess. They're kind of both the same. Um, I was going to originally go with The Night Before Christmas, Night with a K, like night, like Jack's kind of like a night, oh. I guess. Ooh, that's good. But also you could go with The Flight Before Christmas because you have to fly up in that little thing and then you go in the flut flut and you have to hop around. That's clever. Those are good ones. I like the flight before Christmas, personally. See, look, I like the night. Yeah, I like that one, too. The night before <laughs> Christmas. All right. Why, thank you. <laughs> the only one I could really come up with would be, like, uh, something basic, just that, as its name itself, like Snowy Mountain or Wintered Fortress. I think that'd be another acceptable one. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you, I mean, they have a giant lurker fort there, and I feel like that's kind of their fortress up there so like winter lurker fortress something like that that's where my mind went yeah hmm. that does that is true this is like one of the rare areas that the name actually suits the area not like the precursor lost city right. or anything it actually suits I was I, I just came up with another one, um, <laughs> the snow before the storm, because it's kind of like the last kind of calm area you get in the game before you have to go to the lava tube, and then shit really hits the fan. Oh. Um, the snow before the storm. I don't know. That one's kind of cool. la- that one's kind of lame, but you're coming up with all these fantastic <laughs> names, and I'm like, well, seeing as how I wasn't prepared for this at all, um, <laughs> how about a mountain? <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Go, no, going off of what Gavinetto said about it being like a fortress, but I can think of the whole mountain as like kind of like a tower. It's like a natural tower of snow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, Cherry, after you send your thing, are we ready for the quiz? Yes, it is time for the prequisitor. Gabinetto, take it away. Okay. Ladies and gents, and genders of all, I present to you the Prequisitor. That was a rhyme. (laughs) (laughs) And now it is time for the Prequisitor. Question one. How many orbs are there? In Snowy Mountain? 
In yes, in Snowy Mountain. This is we what we've okay. been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted okay. to make sure. In the whole game. Uh, I'm gonna say eight. Uh, what? Eight orbs? Are you sure you're not thinking of power cells? Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say 150. I'm gonna say 149. Alrighty, Jesse, you got an answer for me, buddy? I'm also going to go with 150. The correct answer is 200 oh. orbs in total. Oh. You're all wrong. Ooh, just 50 off. Uh-huh. Dang, I was way off. I was one less than everyone else. <laughs> that puts you in last place. Exactly. It's sadder. All right. Uh, I'm going to go to question two, but real quick, how about we do, uh, for answering, we'll do Cherry, CJ, then Jesse. Like, answer in that order. How about that? <laughs> you know who the weakest is. Yes. You know. Yes, that is the strat. Dang. Ooh. All right, question two is, what is unlocked after completing the flut flut level? A door to a secret power cell. Alrighty. CJ? I'm going to guess copy her answer or say you get a power cell, and then you get access to another part of the area. I don't Basically, it's her answer, but you get access to another part of the map. Alrighty. Jesse? The only thing I remember is a power cell, because I think everything in that area was pretty much accessible, if I'm remembering correctly. Ooh. But then again, like I said, I got lost, so I explored <laughs> every inch of it, just trying to get the feel of where everything is. Wait, I want to change my answer. You get access to that secret power cell in the mountain pass. Alrighty. No, never mind. That, wait, wait. Your answers wait, are locked in. There's no more changes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, the answer. When you complete the flat flat level, there is a power cell, correct, but you unlock the Lurker Fort gate that is directly above. Oh. Ah. Oh, I didn't yes. notice it was locked. I see. So, uh,. I don't know who really gets Technically, a point I was there. correct the first time when it unlocks another part of the map. <laughs> I, th I think you pretty much won that round. Mm. I'll give it to you because I'm a good guy and it's Christmas time. Joys. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> we are closing in on question three. Where is Snowy Mountain located? Uh, uh, what do you mean? Right over top above, mountain. Yeah, above the crater. It's a gondola right above the volcanic crater. Alrighty, Jesse. I've got to be careful with this. It seems like you're trying to trick me. <laughs> I'll say... Jesus, come on, Jesse. <laughs> In front of the volcanic crater, because that's the only other direction, because it's not only upwards, but it's also off to the side or the front or whatever. So I'll, I'll just say in front. Okay. Alrighty. The answer is the volcanic crater. But I will give you points for saying above the volcanic crater. But that area specifically, it's connected to Snowy Mountain, such as Spider Cave. Ooh, I got a point. Alrighty. <laughs> Number four. How many Lurker Glacier troops are there? These are the guys with the, uh... Oh, God, I forget what it's called. But it's like they launched the frickin' log into the wall. 
are they the thing? Yeah, the thing guy that uh, Cherry had a picture of up before. How many of those guys are there? So I'm going to say four. Alrighty, Cherry, your answer is locked in at four. I'm going to say three. Alright, CJ, your answer is locked in at three. Jesse? I only remember three. Ding, ding, ding. Three is the correct answer. Dang it. Ah. Congratulations. We have now made it to question five. How many precursor blockers are there? Mm. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of these. S I'm going to say seven. I'm going to say seven as well. Seven. Alrighty. Jesse? Could have sworn there were more. But I'm going to go... Oh, you could be swearing right. Don't listen to him, Jesse. He does this to me all the time. <laughs> it is not to help. Oh, I am wise to his ways. But I still remember there are more. <laughs> but then again, maybe I'm remembering more because maybe I passed the same one. Because I didn't know that you could destroy them without hitting some kind of a switch. So... <laughs> Probably. You think about these questions so hard. We believe in you. Seven. Seven. I'll just play it safe. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> just going to give seven as well? He's sure there was more, though. All right. You've locked in your answers and the answer to the final question of the Prequisitor. How many Precursor Blockers are there? Thirteen in total. Thirteen? Oh, oh my God. That's a whole lot more than seven. <laughs> yes. Wow. Thank you for participating in the Prequisitor. Yay. Thank you very much, Gabinetto. I don't know who won, though. Was it CJ? It must have been tied between me and CJ. I think so. I think I had three. I think you all won. <laughs> I got one. I definitely did not win. We are all winners in our own way. Aww. I believe that. In the spirit of Christmas, we all have won. Yes. I think we are now ready for the outro of oh, this no, episode. No. Not yet. We've got the jacked joke first. I don't want to hear it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nope, too late. Oh boy, oh man, oh boy, oh man. What's the best part about Jack in the Precursor Legacy? Well, it goes without saying. <laughs> what? Am I the only one that didn't quite get it? Oh, that's good. I just I just played it. That's good. I like that. That's really clever. Uh, <laughs> oh, I get it now. See, look, I didn't quite get it. It feels like this is missing the final line. <laughs> you still don't get it, Cherry? Oh. Think about it, Cherry. <laughs> is it because the games are named after him? No. Think think about it. It goes without saying. Also, oh, he didn't say. He did. Okay, I get it. Yep. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> that was a good one. Who was that? Jack? That was Jack's. That was Jack's joke. Jack's Jack joke. <laughs> that is Jack's Jack joke, and Jack has nominated Gabonetto to do the next Jack's oh, joke. That's a joke in itself. Enjoy that, Gabonetto. Uh, oh gosh! Ooh. All right. Well, Gab, you have four weeks to get on that because we're going to be taking an episode off for Christmas, but we will still have an episode in two weeks time as scheduled but it will not be the usual one it's going to be our jack and daxter the precursor legacy commentary recording that we did a month or so back so if you've got free time over christmas you can have a look at that but next episode 
which is our normal scheduled one, we will be talking about the spider caves and responding to a jacked mail from a listener called Shane. And we will also be looking at some gifts before... I don't know why I said before. That is all. That's what we're going to be looking at. <laughs> Can't wait. I got a lot of hype to make a good joke having all this time now. Yep. You've got four oh, weeks of expectation to live up to. Oh, God. <laughs> if you want, you could just make it an anti-joke. Just give it no punchline. Those are always great. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Anything oh, will do. Man. I'll think long and hard about it. Like... Like this one. Good. Why was the baby crying? Why? Because somebody punched it in the face. That is that is oh. absolutely horrible. Shaking baby syndrome. Why was the second baby crying? <laughs> because someone punched it in the face. No, because it was stapled to the first baby. Oh, that's disgusting. All right, and CJ, you're officially off the podcast. <laughs> You've canceled us. Thanks, bud. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, that is a great note to end the episode on. Thank you for listening. See you in four weeks' time. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a good one. Um, I believe the politically correct term is happy holidays. Oh, my gosh. I'm done with this. Get me out of this call. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. CJ, how dare you? Ah! (laughs) Just just dismiss them like like Samos. (laughs) Merry Christmas to all. And to all... Get out of here! Yes. Right, yes. Brilliant. Love it. Okay, Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Bye. Congratulations, you made it to the end. Don't let the door hit you on the way out.